Welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today is a returning guest and my sister. It's Jacqueline Riley, everyone. Can I stop before we go on any further? I'm so sorry, but I've reflected on my time here um, in um, Life's But a Song, and I have only done Disney movies and Schmigadoon, and like, I'm fine with it, but like, I was like, I probably should branch out at some point. If you want to, I mean, yeah, you're, we'll see. Technically, you did one non-Disney property, but it, no Muppets. Yeah, but that was before Disney acquired the rights. No, they're so. Mu- <laughs> um, how are you? Good. <laughs> how are you? Thanks for having me back. Yeah, we're here today to talk about High School Musical Two, the, the best of the trilogy, the 2007 TV movie. Uh, screenplay is by Peter. Barasochini, I messed up that name again, uh, direct, and directed by Kenny Ortega. And according to IMDb, school's out for summer and the East High Wildcats are ready to make, make it the time of their lives after landing jobs in a wealthy country club owned by Sharpay and Ryan's family. Now, <laughs> you've said that this is the best one. Why do you think this is the best Heck, one? The trilogy? Yeah. I think it's because it's like, I don't know, like it probably because it is summer. So there, I feel like there's less restrictions on it. But also I just think that um, this is probably, this probably has my favorite like combined soundtrack. I was watching it. Well, well, of course I was watching it. And I was, I was paying attention to the cast and I was like, because I know you said prior to recording this, this is your best, this, your favorite one. And a lot of other people said that this is the best out of the trilogy. See, I'm not alone. And honestly, I think it's because the writers were comfortable with the cast. The cast were comfortable with each other. The choreography in this one, mm. like tight, tight like they they were like, okay, we didn't really do that much in the first one. Now we got to raise the bar, and so they have so many different styles, mm-hmm. like. Um, which is the one. And I don't dance. They, which I know you want to talk about for forever, but they. I have so many, so many points, counterpoints to that song. They so were, they, I mean, I, I, I like that they use swing dancing. Yeah. I, I don't know why I, cause you know, why not? Who, who would think baseball and swing dancing in the same number? The one though that I was wondering in bed on it do you think that they were inspired by like michael jackson and his choreography i think they were going to zach efron's strengths because he was doing a lot of like sharp movements and pointing and i feel like it's probably what he does he's a he's a fine dancer but i feel like you have much more um you or sorry you have much stronger dancers in some some of the other cast and so like when you do the group numbers, I feel like he can blend a lot better. When mm. it's him by himself, you have to kind of <laughs> highlight it, hone it in, jump in a sand pit. 
Don't ask it. <laughs> slap the water. Just slap the water and then run for the final, like the last verse of the song. <laughs> I mean, if you can run and sing like that, kudos. <laughs> um, I did write down during what time is it? They're letting Corbin out of his dance lockup. Dancer lockup. Because, like, in the first movie, he didn't really dance as much. He didn't. There is, like, in Get Your Head in the Game, and we're all in this together, he has moments. But this is the one where they're like, okay, you're allowed out now, yeah. Corbin. Yes, yes, please dance for us. Like, please. he and he's phenomenal. I think he's such a good dancer. I really do. I'm, And I haven't seen him. I know he was on Broadway relatively recently in something. Uh, yeah, he, was, he was in the Kiss Me Kate revival about two years ago maybe that's what i'm thinking but um i've never so i've never seen him dance live but like anything in the movies like his dancing is just yes, like did. my eye goes right to him what i thought you, you did him? yeah what would i have seen him in holiday inn uh, i never said a holiday inn oh i thought you i know i know i went and i thought we all went as a family I oh no sorry he he was Thanks. the fred he was the fred astaire person uh character makes sense that. Yeah. makes sense doing because you even in this when you get to uh i don't dance i'm like he's got the fred astaire gene kelly zhuzh. he can do any genre i love dancing really like he can do like the classic styles and so yeah has he been on uh dancing with the stars, stars. i yeah. don't think so but like Probably i don't not. think he needs to <laughs> but i would i, I want to see it like that's my problem is that like I oh i understand talk. yeah yeah sorry sorry yeah no he can do whatever he wants uh and, it, mm-hmm. and I, I i mean i think it's funny that they give him that song are we start talking about this now because i would love for you to just like i can download all about i don't dance <laughs> if you would like let's go let's go we may let's as, go. we may as well Okay, so I don't dance, so I have, I'm going to point-counterpoint myself here. So we're going to start, and I have two character perspectives to talk about this one. Okay. So Corbin Blue, who we have talked yes. about, best dancer maybe in the company, right? Yeah. Like, or in the, or, yeah, or in the principal cast at the very least. Um, ironic, right, that he is, um, he's saying, I don't want to dance, I don't do this, right? Fine, okay, you know irony tongue-in-cheek whatever but then it's also like but and then what I don't get though about the whole thing is I'm like but you have this character dancing (laughs) in a song where he's supposed to say I don't like I don't dance I don't want to do this but then he's just openly dancing and so like it's very like it's confusing to me and I feel like I overthought this and that's fine do you have your counterpoint that so but also it's like you're utilizing Corbin Blue because he's amazing and so like you should but so so i have a i have a big counterpoint to all of your argument here. right he's saying i don't dance he's not saying i can't dance okay he's saying i don't dance but then he does dance so he does dance he doesn't not dance right yes because like in in the first one when they uh during um stick to the status quo when they are when everyone's yeah. giving out their their secret uh passions hobbies and everything nobody expected zeke to bake nobody knew marta was smart and a hip-hop dancer but if you're saying if your whole thing in this whole song your side your stance (laughs) your core 
is I don't dance. And then you are just out there on the baseball field dancing. You have beaten yourself. <laughs> well, there's a lot of that in this movie, by the way. There where... is. Well, hold on. Now let me get to the other side of this. Okay, 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 okay. Then you have Ryan. Okay. On the other side of this argument. Who, um, this is like a singing, dancing debate. I love it. <laughs> and my problem with Ryan in this whole thing, Lucas Grabeel, is that how you pronounce his last name? Who, Grabeel, again, yeah. also who I think is super talented. He tries to be encouraging, you know, you could do this. I bet you can do this. You know, he's trying to be that good friend who's out there like, don't like, let me show you how to do it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Which is all so very positive, very encouraging. And I loved it. But at the same time, I'm like, he said, no, back off him. (laughs) And so like, I found myself being very happy and angry all at the same time in this rewatch (laughs) doing that one song. And like, I feel like, I feel like I could write a, thesis on this now um go for it I, as to like different personality perspectives on all of this so <laughs> that's where i'm at i mean yeah it's it's all about consent and everything but right? like isn't the whole idea about the baseball game is that it's basically a bet in but a way they're not in a way but like they're not talking about the baseball like they're playing baseball yes but they're actually talking about the show if he doesn't want to be in the show don't force him. Let him serve the peoples because that's what he wants to do. He wants to make the tips. I mean, did you rewatch the first one? Have you re- have you watched the first one in a while? Because not like, in a very long time. Because like, uh, we're not talking about the first one. Well, Didn't Chad, about this one. Chad and Taylor basically teamed up to break up, try and get oh, Bella yeah. so that they they could be selfish. So like, there's a whole load of selfishness in the high school musical world <laughs> that i don't are we getting into sharpay now oh. <laughs> i'm sorry did we just transition <laughs> well you're talking about sharpay at we... least sharpay is that a hundred the other yeah. characters are selfish but they're like i'm only looking out for you or it's the the best for the team wildcats get your head in the game or whatever they're like i I guess more like normal person selfish like we're all selfish to some extent and like we're gonna center ourselves in our like view of things um but sharpay but sharpay is just center of attention (laughs) and like i'm glad in this one she crashed and burned so hard she deserved it yeah because okay so i feel like this movie also retcons a little bit because i believe they said in the first one that it was their sophomore year but in this one they keep calling it their junior year they just like nick call it like the senior year is next year and all that so uh, it's the next year it makes sense we follow them for three different years but it's weird because like Sharpay does do a little growth within the first one. She, her and Zeke are together question mark at the end. And then in this one, she's just like, no, I want Troy Bolton. Cause she is all about herself. But then there are some rules that happen in this that I'm just like, Troy can't, well, what was one that I wrote down? Technically Troy can't hang out with Sharpay because of Fulton's no wildcats you know hanging out rule he has a rule at one point where like they can't hang out on the um after hours or after work or something but he gets promoted 
And so he's no longer part of, he's no longer a junior staff member. But he's still technically an employee. And that's what. Oh, no, he's 100. So, but he's an employee, but he's, um, but because of like his position, it changes. Ah, I mean, at least he finally used that technicality towards the end. Be like, I can't sing with you because I work here. (laughs) Yes. Well, no, because he took his kitchen job back. Right. But, but then also he's like, I, I'm setting a boundary right now. Well, yes, but the difference was that if he kept that golf pro job, he would have been able to participate. Oh. But he went back to the kitchen because it said, because the notice says junior staff. Which, by the way, there's so many high schoolers there that I'm just like. I know. I don't know that many high schoolers cooking my food. Where are the adults? (laughs) I mean, there's that one chef that. Zeke was looking forward to working with, at least. Yes. That I'm oh. assuming is an adult. <laughs> I would hope so. Um, do you know that the the country club, quote unquote, where they work, is actually a mountain resort in Utah? And I... What? Yes! So you can book, like, suites there. They're actually not that badly priced. We should talk. Um, but... <laughs> Because I looked through all the pictures, the pool's the same, all of it. I was like, you could, like, really, like, get into this whole thing. They have the basketball courts. Do they have a whole, like, disclaimer that we can't do bet on it? (laughs) They don't, but they do have, like, a media section where they talk about how they were in High School Musical, too. (laughs) Well, because, I mean, I also read that um, in the beginning when they're doing, when they're still in school and everything... Mm -hmm. East High, the actual school was still in session. Was still in session, so they're like, nobody come to school while we're filming for these four days. That's crazy. Because <laughs> like, because like, I mean, it's great that they, you know, they had Darbus. So welcome back. Love her. One class that they're always in. They brought back homeroom. The cafe- homeroom at the end of the day. <laughs> they have the cafeteria, which I'm still shocked that that is not a set that that is a real cafeteria yeah yeah so there is a dancer in the ensemble he has a moment in um what time is it and then he also has a moment at the end song called all for one okay he has like kind of spiky dark hair um maybe a little shorter do you know what i'm talking about he wears like a pink button down shirt is it spiky or a or like a faux hawk mohawk moment not a faux hawk they have no faux hawks in this show because there's one of the choreographers charles clapow who is it cast in the movie in all the movies actually maybe it's him because i really thought he was a i thought he was a choreographer but i i then i realized that kenny ortega is the choreographer and i was like oh that is not well so there are uh there are three choreographers credited to this you've got charles clapow kenny ortega and bonnie story and they did the first one as well it might be charles clapow i think it might be him no i'm looking at pictures um but i always thought that that was kenny ortega <laughs> i thought that is what he looked like until yesterday when i rewatched this oh jacqueline Kenny yeah. Ortega, Kenny Ortega did Newsies, the movie. I did not know that. Yeah, which was like ten years before this. Look, I look in my heart. 
<laughs> that's who that was and i was like it's so cool he gave himself a little dance moment but i mean um it's also interesting that like there's other hidden moments like that where um troy's locker when he gets the promotion is actually the uh mm-hmm. the resort the resort owner's locker yeah. and i think he the resort owner is in it at some point I'm sure. Probably at the end when when they do the um, the every day, show. yeah, yeah. Which I don't understand the rules of these ta- of the talent show. It's like I I've never heard of a talent show that is a competition. I feel like talent shows are just that. It's to show off your talent and just okay. to have talent fun. Competition. Ah, uh, the stupid award. There's a lot of things that I was watching this and I was just like, I think I'm, I think I'm a, too much of an adult to be thinking a lot of things. Cause I'm like, logic is not in this movie at all. Troy doesn't talk to like, there's no communication between characters to be like, Sharpay's doing this to me. Okay. Let's figure it out. And we'll shut the shit down. Have you watched a movie or a TV show in the last five years? <laughs> that's all it is. Like that's everything is a miscommunication. Have you watched Modern Family? Like that's that entire show. I know. I know that's the whole point because they need it for drama and everything. But I'm just like, just talk to her, man. Entire just- premise of most movies. <laughs> That is how most of these things would resolve. So, I also realized during this that I think DCOMs, Disney Channel original movies, are basically Hallmark movies, but for kids. Maybe. Because in this one, Troy and Gabriella try and kiss, and the sprinklers go off, and that's earlier in the movie. But then in the last, before All for One, which is basically. A, a whatever moment in the movie it does it's an it's an extra nobody cares about this um at the end of every day they finally kiss and you're like okay last minute of the movie you finally get together and finally kiss and make it. up i mean maybe this movie but i would say because there's a few i've watched that i'm like i don't think so um like luck of the irish probably not ah yeah I what's the we- and then there's the other one where he's the snowboarder. I was trying to find the name of it. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to find it. I'm like, those are not Disney. Those are not, uh, whatchamacallit to me. Hallmark. Hallmark movies. That's it. Hallmarkian. Hallmarkian. Yes. In the same vein. <laughs> uh, I'm going to find it. So okay. you can move on to your next point. Okay. So I didn't mention, of course, the songwriters of this because everyone what yes donnie tsunami not a hallmark movie <laughs> not, a hallmark. not a snowboarder movie or is it it's not i don't I, he's the surfer who then moves to the cold climate isn't he and then he has to become a snowboarder i didn't watch a lot of decoms you know this oh i i've been re-watching though <laughs> we do lemonade mouth next sorry we'll move on from that for right now <laughs> so um there's Every song is basically written by a different group of people, but it does feel like a cohesive team. Yes. They all um, live in the same world. The only one that I'm a little like, huh, about is the humu humu nuka nuka apua number. We're not gonna talk about that one. Can we can can I ask this one question and then we'll we won't talk about it again? Sure. Is it offensive? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's offensive. That's it's what, very yeah. offensive. Yeah, I okay. think it's offensive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Because yeah, mm-hmm. um, but this movie also follows the beats of the first movie because like Charlie and Gabriella get together somehow. Kelsey writes them a song that they're gonna sing together. Um, there's the big thing at the end. Sharpay has to foil the plants because why? <laughs> Every story needs a villain. Yeah, oh, God, and she is the worst in this one. Yes, I w- yes, she probably is the worst villain in this one. Now, would you say that this is more Troy's movie or Ryan's movie? Hmm, fascinating. Right. I would say it's more Ryan's because I feel like Ryan when we left him in the first one he's grown a little bit he's but he's Sharpay's brother he's Sharpay's brother in this one this is the one where he gets the backbone and he's Mm -hmm. like no I'm not helping you no I am my own person yes we are twins but you can go fuck off <laughs> they are twins right okay that's what i thought they are twins i think she's older and that's why she has I mean, this entitlement that would make all the sense but like the parent and what's interesting is that the parents are just so disinterested with the kids <laughs> when they play golf i i was watching that part and i'm just like oh that is like the epitome of like privilege right there it was that whole scene. It's like kind of cringy now. It's so bad. Yeah. Very like, over the top. But like you get the family dynamic and like mm-hmm. and it's interesting because like there is no mama's boy, daddy's girl, whatever. The the parents love the both of them equally, it feels like. Mm-hmm. And what little scenes that they share together. Yeah, there's that one moment in the yoga studio with Ryan and the mom. Right. But like. Right. I I, I guess that I I don't know. I don't know. It's It's an energy thing. Like, like I think you see how Sharpay has the dad's energy and Ryan has the mom's more so. Right. But they're not, but they're not, they don't Mm -mm. blatantly say, you know, Mm -mm, you're, you're, mommy's little boy or daddy's little girl whatever no they they definitely um and they're equally proud of both of their kids at the end so yeah yeah mm-hmm. and, and even throughout the whole movie like i mean i i guess they're i guess they're trying to say that they're that that type of stupid rich that they're just like also vapid and in their own little world 100 percent they are very much in their own worlds they were like the way they were applauding each other when like they were they they had to like kick the ball in. I was like, oh, they they are their own people. <laughs> also, like not for nothing, but those those kids, I'm surprised those kids are in public school. Yes. Now that you say it, yes. Because they own this country club. <laughs> right? That is probably the most unbelievable part of this movie to me. <laughs> I also feel bad for Fulton. There are moments that <gasps> there are moments the that best. I there are moments that I wanted to flat him, but I was just like, you know what? When you really take a step back and look mm-hmm. at it, and then he has that moment with uh, Taylor mm-hmm. towards the end when he when they give the notice of like you're not a, no junior staffers are allowed to perform in the show when he finally breaks down, and I was like, you know what? 
you justified this whole fucking movie with well, that even, one monologue. Even when he said, um, when he told Troy and um, Chad? Yes. That they were caddying and Chad's like, who, who is it? Godzilla? And he's like, close. And you're just, and then it's, it's Sharpie's yeah. family. And you're like, okay, like he gets it. He knows. <laughs> so. Um, so I have a personal story with Work This Out. Can I share my story? Do you mind if I share my story? 100%. Go ahead. So there, there was, and I think still is, a YouTube video where the choreographers break it down for you so you can learn uh. with them. And so this movie came out 2007. I was in college. And I had a, I had a job where I had to stay up every night or stay up some yeah, nights yeah. to assign people in and out of my dorm. First line of security. <laughs> and so, in order to stay awake, I learned the dance. Do you still know it? <laughs> kind of. Watching it, I was just like, "You gotta work and jump, jump, up, Oh my god, I want to go learn the dance now. I love the dance to that like the all the feet movements like the close like foot movements that they do like this this little slidey things i cannot stress how much the choreography in this movie is fantastic it is like yes i like what time is it work this out i don't dance hell even like all for one like Yes, they just like, but those big group numbers, like it is, oh, and maybe yeah. that's why I like it. I love a good group number, and they have like four bangers, and so yeah, I mean, yeah, everything it was choreographed down to in the first one. This one is just like everything is polished it is and like precision, and like I feel like they had more money because yes. this this one was like a year after the first one, which is mm-hmm. wild, but like. They somehow had more money. Um, because a little it was such more a big confidence, hit. maybe. Maybe so, that's what I'm feeling. Yeah. So the the first one was such a big hit. So I worked at Disney World in yes. 2006 to 2007. So it was when it was like the height of high school musical mania. And so there were like, shows in the parks that were high school musical themed there was merchandise there were like the the um the actors would come like there was a lot that happened around high school musical so there was a lot of popularity and it it drove a lot of business so mm-hmm. the second one then they probably did put more money into it because the first one sold so much that they were able to build a franchise off of it and this one it had Oh, let me see if I I can't I can't find the fact. It had something like sixteen million watchers on like its mm-hmm. premiere. Yeah, is... because the first one was so popular. Like no I don't think anyone really knew how popular that was gonna be. And uh, sorry, the premiere drew seventeen point six million viewers, yeah. making it not only the most watched Disney Channel original movie in history, but the most watched in cable history even more than an nfl monday night football Mm. that's from imdb and i feel like i don't know if any other movie has surpassed this one with those numbers it's well now it's so hard to tell right because now Uh, with with like streaming. streaming and all that yeah but like i mean honestly i feel like these two and i keep saying it 
the first two movies are like the formula that they now follow since where they're like okay who's our troy who's our gabriella who are our side characters what's the issue songs go yes maybe (laughs) i mean but they i mean they did and they've done so well like descendants is that that's a those are movies that's one zombies the trilogy of that that i've done um there was another one i did called teen beach movie which was so funny um so yeah so there is i mean it's relatable so like you when you think of your audience like you have i mean these are high school kids but you probably have middle schoolers watching this so these are like and it's a thing and it's inspirational and clean Mm -hmm. we're like you know they're 16 17 maybe the Mm -hmm. characters are supposed to be that age yeah they're they're like i want to save money for college i want to buy a car i want wholesome i need to i need to work so it's giving like a work ethic for the viewers as well Mm -hmm. as you know troy has that whole speech at the end where he's like i care more about my friends than my future right now because i'm Mm -hmm. because like that's who i am i'm all american sports boy all right can i ask this question go is bet on it the 11 o'clock number i think it is yeah yeah. I'm obsessed with I am obsessed with eleven o'clock numbers. I don't know why. It's like a thing. Yeah, because "Gotta Go My Own it Way" is. is is a sad Gabriella song that has right. to happen in these movies. Yep. Um, and then, but because bet on it, because he even said he talks about how like I'm not going to stop till I hit the top, kind of a thing, and like who we like. He talked. Yeah. He goes through a whole thing, and I'm like, oh, like as soon as I, I like watched it again, I'm like. <gasps> I know this song. I know these themes. Like <laughs> you're going on this journey with me in the in podcasting about musicals or exploring different things. Look, Eleven o'clock numbers. I don't know why I've done some deep dives into this. This is like I'm obsessed, <laughs> obsessed. It is a thing. I try to pick out which one is which, which one it is in every musical. I think I found it here. Yeah, I don't think it's. I, I don't think it's got to go my own way because that's the. She's not the that, protagonist. She's not the protagonist in this one, although it might secretly be Ryan, like I said. But it might secretly be Ryan. But but Troy is the one who starts. He he has the true arc. Yes. Whereas We're, Ryan's a, a a secondary arc. Yeah. Oh, I have a question for you about this movie. It got it got me thinking as well. Okay. So to go back, and I'm sorry to keep comparing it to the first one. The first one is Grease Three. That is what it was originally supposed to be. So with all the Grease jokes in here, I was laughing my ass off. However, is this high school musical doing dirty dancing? I hear what you're saying. Because there's that weird, like... No. There's that whole... I mean, it's that weird staff-guest relations that are going on. I don't think it's that deep though, because Dirty Dancing has a lot more layers to it. I did think of that at like one point because I was like, "Oh, they're like on a summer vacation um, place." And, the, and there's the whole dance, the whole uh, talent show at the end, which mm-hmm. in the in Dirty Dancing, it's like the staff show or something. Or no, it's another talent. Oh, it's show. a talent show. Yeah, where there's a staff number. Yep. I mean that. This is. the camp the summer vacation or summer resort yeah it's not it's not original but i was trying i was i was 
like, oh, maybe they maybe they were inspired by it. Not saying that it's them doing it, but like to f- to it, pull some tropes or something. Minus the underage fornication and uh-huh. abortion. Uh huh. Yeah, totally. And set in two thousand six, seven. Yeah, <laughs> and not the sixties. Um, I don't. Mm, I think this is more like what's a. I can't think of one. Well, because it's we it's it it's taking us away from the high school, which is in the. It title. is, but it's still more like um, I don't know. I put it more in with like the teen like comedies of the day back then than like mm. a Dirty Dancing. I almost feel like it's more like I don't know. It's got more vibes of like almost like a She's All That, but like not that movie. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am. I, 10 things, but not, but not as Yes, well. yes, yes, yes. Oh, God, 10 things. <laughs> movie. Such a, I mean, this is such a good time of movies. <laughs> it really was. It really was. Um, But so you shared a fun personal story. I would like to share a fun personal story as well right about ahead. this movie. So there was a period of time where I was a substitute teacher uh-huh. and I used to love to pick up sub positions in elementary schools as the specials teacher phys ed um music music, like those kind of yeah so there was this one time i was subbing in a music room and the lesson plan was to show high school musical too (laughs) and it showed me where all the classes like had left off and then of course i also got like a lunch break right so during my lunch break i watched i don't dance bet on it like i watched all of it. you're like i'm just gonna skip to the music the, the... <laughs> I, I would just like i was jumping around and it was on the dvd so like you could see where you were going and like go to the different chapters because usually we would go eat with like in the teacher's lounge like with the normal adults but that that day i was like oh no i'm sitting here and watching my songs <laughs> i mean yeah even the songs like took it up the ante in a way yeah. Cause like they, I, I like I said I honest I I can't remember if these are the names that are in the that wrote for the first movie but like it feels like they probably understood the voices of these actors now because like the like uh, Zac Efron is now singing for himself in this one, yes. which is good. Even though when some of the songs like on Apple Music say Zac Efron and some say Troy, in the first one, no, for this one interesting but it's not mm-hmm. like but in the first one he was dubbed that's m- the point i'm making yes yes he was so in this one it's actually him because they're like oh hey puberty <laughs> you get older yes you can actually sing this song now plus i mean they're all auto-tuned up the wazoo anyway yes <laughs> yes they are um which is like kind of annoying but it is what it is. What are you gonna do? But like when they did Fabulous, it just works because like that's the style of that song. I think that one they were like, we need a modern pop song. Yes, yes, and like it fits for the time, um, and it also fits Sharpay, I think. Yes. Who like thinks she's this great musician, and then it's like, no, you're or this great singer, and it's like, no, you have to be auto tuned. same thing with her version of what is it you are the music in me which oh my god 
Why did we make Zach Efron do all that falsetto? Also, where did the where did the resort get the budget for to do all that? Uh, Sharpay seems to think money's no object, so. <laughs> all the explosions None. and everything. Right? It's Sharpay. She gets whatever she wants, so. And I think, um, I think the, her lackeys or minions, whatever you want to call them, I think they're in rehearsal wear in that. And I hope they are because Sharpay, what are you doing? Like she's in, Sharpay looks like she's in actual costume but we find out she wasn't though yeah she wasn't with that stupid tool coming out of her butt i did (laughs) there were some choices in the aughts that like we don't talk about uh ryan at one point has two polo shirts collared shirts collar it's a it was a thing it was a thing was it though i don't people wore that yes god yes there's one point like, this is summer, and they are supposed to be in Albuquerque, and Troy's in jeans. And I was like, why? Why for? Like, it gets cold at night? Cold. It was during the day. It was after... I'm, I'm just trying. It, it Was it during bed on it? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, he puts on a cardigan sweater, and I'm like, you would be sweating. I don't care <laughs> how cold you think you are in the... In the middle of you the don't day. know his life. <laughs> in the middle of the day in New Mexico in summer, you in are summer. <laughs> other song, other movie. Um, um, do you have anything else you want to talk about though before we get into Strap and Flat? Um, I feel like we did not talk about work this out enough. Um, and so I do just want to say, uh, I had such an emotional response this time to I don't dance and I always have an emotional response to bet on it um but work this out is also up there as like a solid because it's it's a because like Gabriella is usually the one that is trying to get everybody together Mm -hmm. and she does do that in this but like she always defers to Troy because Troy these people know Troy more than they know Gabriella true leader I'm not trying to make it like a like a toxic male trait, though. I don't want it to come off that way. I, it, she literally like, moved there last year, yes. She literally moved there, yeah. And, like, these people have known Troy. Chad has known Troy since preschool, so obviously they are, and they are brothers, and we're going to assume everyone knows each other since at some point in elementary school. Yes. Let's just say it. Um. So, like, the fact that he has this whole song to say let's do this we got to work together and then he goes off do you think he's in the wrong i mean troy with everything that happens in this movie um i agree that he mistreated chad at that one moment about the burger when he's he's with the basketball people and he's like i asked for swiss on this yeah that was not cool so, um, oh God, this is so, so long ago, but my junior year of high school as well, I remember like you are, they, they, you are focused. That is your, that is the year when like colleges pay attention to, and that is the most important. So like, I understand it. Cause like, that is what is like, like hammered into you. into you that it is like 
what you do this year is the one that counts kind of a thing. So um, I get it to a certain extent, but like, we're, I mean, but like, I don't know, your friends are your friends. So to leave that all behind is like crappy. I understand that he's being an opportunist in that moment, but yes. Because mm-hmm. like he hears scholarship and he's like, oh, I can afford to go to college. And I guess yeah. that's that's where his brain is. But like, there's that whole like, you need to think about everybody. Think about if you have one more year with these people. Like, you don't want to burn right. those bridges right, right. now. Right. Well, he's not thinking about that, though. So, because, yeah. And then he does, which good for him. We didn't talk about what time it is either. I, we didn't. This is a strong opening number. 100%. Because, like, like, it sets the tone for everything. It says, you wanted banger music? Fine. You want banger choreography? Okay. Also, we got you. Also, it's not set in high school. It's summer vacation. So yes. here you go. Have at it. Yeah. We get we did music and me. That oh, on it. can we can we talk about though for a minute actors for a minute? Sure. Can we talk about Monique Coleman, who plays Taylor. Yes. Who at 43 like just started ice skating within the past year and like I love her for that I read that um at the time of filming this she didn't know how to swim yes and and her fellow cast members I think encouraged her or helped her out yeah. So that and that is something where I was like, that's like a true bonding moment. Like I've I, have, I yeah. hope these people are like still really good friends, however many years later this is. I would like to think that Zach Efron and Corbin Blue hang out, but I don't think that's actually the case. So I mean they're both super busy, but I, I would hope and if they both have downtime. I hope they meet up for for coffee. Yeah, they're they're definitely on the Christmas card lists. Yeah. Right? Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? This is a long time ago now. This is 17 years ago. It's a long time ago. <sighs> oh my god. Yeah, I know. I just had that moment. This movie, the amount of time ago that this movie is, is the ages that everyone's supposed to be in this movie. <laughs> I don't like that. Oh my god. Are we old? <laughs> We are so old. <laughs> did you just mathematically subtract 17 to figure out how old you were when this movie came out? Because I did. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can actually do that in my head. Oh no, I know how There's old. no carrying. I know I know what age I was because I know what year this came out. Is this what? Well, wait, hold on. I mean, I didn't do the math until you just said 17 years ago. I'm thinking I was, you know. <laughs> August 17th. Oh, August 17th, 2007, this movie came out. Sure. <laughs> On my half birthday. <laughs> oh my god. How old are the actors in this? <sighs> Never mind. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Well, Monique Coleman and um, Oliessa Rulin, who plays Kelsey, I know that they are the older mm-hmm. end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus was in this? Yeah, As, did you not see her at the end? No, I blocked her. She's in the her pool. Out. She's at the pool. In with her dark hair, that's probably why you don't recognize her. It was her Hannah Montana days. <laughs> Look, she... I'm gonna tell you what, Miley, 
I'm liking her now, but go ahead. What's she what? In Hannah Montana, is Hannah Montana the the person and then Miley Cyrus is the star? No, Hannah Montana's the star. Okay, so she was she, she was in her Miley Cyrus incognito getup. <laughs> I don't know. She had dark hair, so yes. Oh yeah, because my because Hannah Montana had blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. No, so yeah, uh, Kelsey and Taylor were on the older end of the spectrum. I believe Corbin was the youngest out of all of them. Do you know that uh, he and his wife were on an episode of uh, Say Yes to the Dress? What? He and his wife were on an episode of Say Yes to the Dress. She went to look for her wedding dress at Kleinfeld's. And huh. it was on TV. <laughs> I watch some TLC sometimes, whatever. Um, you and Ashley Tisdale are the same age. I will tell you that. Respect. Man, Ashley Tisdale had range. <laughs> yeah. We're not talking about And him. Lucas Grapeel is a year older. Oh. Is he a Broadway person? Does he do any Broadway? I feel like he could. I feel like he could and he should, but he, he hasn't. He's oh. He's doing a lot of voiceover recently, I'm seeing. Praise me. Sorry, I feel like I took us down a path. I apologize. I'm like... He was in Switched at Birth for over 100 episodes. Yes. Yes, yes. So, um, anyway, let's get into Sharp and Flash, shall we? Yes. Sharp Flash. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. I really only have two flats for this. Do you want to start with those and then end on a high note? Sure. We probably have the same flats. Um, I flatted Sharpay. I know we're not supposed mm-hmm. to like her, but like, my God, everyone. No redeeming qualities. Zero. And she is, like, everyone is, yeah, it's a Disney Channel movie and they're supposed to be the archetypes they're supposed to follow this character mm-hmm. this type of character but like she's in a different movie sometimes it felt like mm-hmm. the character not Ashley Tisdale Ashley Tisdale showed up and did her job I will yes. say that but the character and then my last flat is for the Evans family golf game <laughs> it's also so not necessary it's also just a scotch too long. I did like that one moment at the end when all four of them hit the golf balls at, uh, when they're yes. on that ledge or whatever. And, yes. and and then Chad and Troy are like, where are we going? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yes, it is very long. It shows that they're kind of in their own world, to your point from before. They are not in reality. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to add a flat. I didn't write this down and I just thought of it. I want to flat the treatment of Taylor because like they needed to do so much more with her. Everyone else got a great little arc or a little more to do in this movie. And it feels like in this one, she took a step back. Mm. Like they, they, they didn't have her do a lot and she just witnessed a lot of things right. and had off camera conversations about them. Mm. So yeah those are my flats what are your flats my flat is how much i don't dance made me think this time around like i literally have been thinking about this for days i'm like why why would he say i don't dance 
And then he does this thing he says he doesn't do. I think I think you just need to write the paper. I think you just need, need to do it. So this I need Kenny it's... Ortega to answer me on this one because this is like like sleepless nights. Yeah, I think you need to just write it out. So this way it's out of yeah. your brain. Okay. And then I'll, I would love to read it. <laughs> but then also is Ryan a supportive friend or a manipulative one? I don't know. It could go either way from his side of the spectrum. Like it is. Well, to make a counterpoint. Deep thoughts. Sorry. To make a counterpoint too, Ryan at this point is just becoming friends with them. Really. Came, came off too strong. Or did he? Too strong. Because... Because, like, everyone else wants to do the talent show. Let then, Chad be, man. Let him be. But then even at the end of the song, Chad just say, just say, if I agree to do the talent show, what would you have me do? And they left he it. He does. They left it at that. So. I feel like the rest of the, the group knows without Chad, they wouldn't win. So. Or Troy. They need the two of them. The brothers. They're stronger together. Um, okay. That's your only flat for this? <laughs> My only flat. <laughs> I have thought uh, about, the, like, the amount I have thought about this cannot be overstated. You picked this, too. You I said know. you wanted to do this. So. I know, but, like... So this isn't my fault, everyone. Like, <laughs> at work today. Like, I had a full job today, and I was like, <laughs> why was Corbin Blue dancing? <laughs> Okay, so sharps. I sharped the choreography. Um, Same. I also sharped how they expanded the ensemble because, like, mm-hmm. Martha got a little more to do. Zeke got a little more to do. Jason, Jason got a little more. Still being the butt of the joke. Yes. I sharped this one line because I laughed so hard after this. I think Troy says it. Maybe if. Maybe we can work this out only if we all work at work together. And I was just like, "You're combining, you're kind of combining two songs. Many things. Because you're you're doing work this out. We're all in this together. <laughs> yeah, he tries. I also sharp Sharpay leaving the dance studio with the drums. <laughs> that was just the wildest thing. Give me a beat or whatever give she me, says. Give me a beat, and then she just walks off. And then then there's that smooth transition when she walks out of the room and then into the office with the costume change to yeah. yell at Mr. Fulton. Um, poor Mr. But, Fulton. Poor Mr. Fulton. I'm going to sharp him. Yeah, you know what? Let's, I'm going to sharp him too. He needs some love. Because uh, that actor... Um, Been Mark, in everything. Mark L. Tyler. Taylor. Literally everything. Yeah. He seems like a big day player and has yep. done a lot of things an episode here an episode there 24 episodes of saving grace um and then i want to strap the following performances work this out and i don't dance just because of everything we've said even your psychotic break that you're having i am like it, it hurts my <laughs> head he he literally he he just wants to play his baseball. Just let him play his baseball. What are your sharps besides My, Mr. Fulton? Besides Mr. Fulton, um I am also going the dancing as well cuz like top notch. Um 
I will also, uh, I mean, Ryan, I don't know. I, I just love Ryan in this movie because I think he really does. Um, yes, I'm going to agree with you on that. He into too. himself because um, he, he, he steps out from behind his sister's shadow and, and does something really moving, I guess. Um, I also did, um, did you sharp all for one? I did not sharp all for one. I'm going to sharp all for one because um, when they play the air drums, I mean, I'm going to, the air drumming, <laughs> where it's at, um, jumping up and down those rocks. So um, that's a great part. I also, um, you, you, you talked about Jason. That line when he asks about, but can he get me one of those jackets when Troy goes to play with the the college? <laughs> I, why did I find that so funny? I'm like, this is not. <laughs> I I love I'm it when this. in the in the beginning too, when Mr. Fulton is going around and it's like you refer to the guests at Mr. Mrs. or Miss, and then he's like, let's try it out. Hello, Miss Evans. What can I get for you? And Jason's there. He's like, I'm not Miss Evans. Jason. I'm Jason. <laughs> yeah. Like so cute. Um, yes. So all of that, and uh, I'm trying to think what else. Um, did, have we talked enough about bet on it? Because I don't feel like the wonderful dance moves on the golf course have been talked Listen, about enough this episode. That it's so funny. I laughed my ass off the whole. You, time. you have you seen the gifs <laughs> of it? No. There's so many. There's so many of him just like running. It's so beautiful. Just do Zach Efron chips. <laughs> That'll be one of the one of the Instagram posts. <laughs> There's so many. Just look at it. They're funny. He has such range. Go him. Go, go him. him. Um, oh man, I thought of, can I go back to another flat though? I'm sorry. I just thought of one more. Yeah, go ahead. Troy's hair. Okay. This was the <laughs> style. I that's all I'm gonna say. Understood. Still horrible. I know. I have, I also, I'm going to add another sharp. Gabriella's hair. Agreed. She looks great in this. She did. Um, I also really like, while Taylor may not have gotten a lot of um, character time, her wardrobe. Yeah. Her costumes. Oh, I didn't notice if she was wearing scarves again in this one. She was. She was. Great. She. I've nicknamed her scarves. Very literal. Taylor's scarves and Kelsey and Ryan are hats as well. Okay, okay, okay. Does that make Chad basketball? Chad, well, the basketball. Or t-shirt. The basketball, I think, is, is Chad's Chad. security blanket in a way. He's. He, I think Chad. Chad he brings it everywhere. Basketball. He brings it. I'm surprised he's not like spinning a basketball while working. You know. <laughs> ah, he literally just has it. All the time. And then Troy takes it and you would think, oh, you're like, oh my God, there's like an emotional break. It's my ball. And I'm like, oh. Wait, I need to, right before All for One, Chad has a shirt that says like he did it or. Mm-hmm. All of his t-shirts have fantastic sayings. Yeah, but like this one, it's like, yeah, he did it. I'm like, it's perfectly timed mm-hmm. t-shirt where so it's almost like the costumers knew what they were doing well i read somewhere that in the first one he actually had a hand in picking out or or designing quote unquote what to, to say on the shirts mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i've i feel like 
yes, this uh, if this is still true that he helped out pick the shirts yeah. for for Chad, then the designer was like, this is perfect for the end. <laughs> yep. Um, any other sharp spots? Any going once? No. Twice? Done. Uh, would you add any of the songs to your life's playlist? Or in your case, your running playlist? Yes. Bet on it is on there. Not work this out? No. Would that work for though for your running? I may but like the there's something about with Bet on it, the drums that start off that mm. you know, like that that beat in the background that's just very like pulsing. And as it builds it like yeah. So Bet on it is on a running playlist I have. Um I would add what I mean I do listen to this album sometimes. It's from, fantastic. I may skip Gotta go my gotta own go way. my own way. Yeah, and of course the song we do not talk about. Yeah. Also, the "You Are the Music in Me" Sharpay version is the other one I'd probably skip just because Zac Efron's voice goes too high in that one. Yeah, this is this is a total joke song, and like, yeah, I get it for the movie; it has to be there. Yeah, like, yeah. Listening to it, you know what? Yeah, that I think that's how I want to phrase it for this for this episode. Those are the three skips. The other ones. I'm fine with solid listens. It also will depend on my mood too. So like, maybe I'll just want to listen to, you know, work this out and I don't dance or, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a bet on a day. Oh yes. Because I'm by a golf course. So, or I am trying to make my day end. And so what time is it? Just kind of speaks to my soul. Or it's, or or you're going on vacation, but you're la- it's your last day at work. That similar, si- similar vibes from, from the movie. Um, similar vibes. But Jacqueline, on that note, we're done with the episode. <gasps> I'm so- I know. We did it, though. We talked about we High School Musical 2. What do you have to plug or promote? Well, um, I don't know how much overlap there is amongst listeners but um i am i'll anthony and i are coming out with a new podcast on the cinema geekly network called kick rocks it is a wrestling podcast where we are going to talk about all things wrestling um and it's going to be a bi-weekly show so um check us out um is is it that you're talking about matches from that week or news um like because there's been a ton of wrestling news recently if you are a fan um you know um the royal rumble was just recently so like we're gonna be talking about um all promotions all the things um our thoughts our feelings reactions um yeah so uh yeah is there like a uh do you guys have a an Instagram or social media or something for So the... you can find us on the Cinema Geekly network so cinemageekly.com um Facebook, Instagram, all those great things um and then if you want to hear a little bit of a of what we're about from like our wrestling standpoint um you can go back and listen to episodes of The Elitists um to kind of, that's that's the name um to kind so, of see our stances. So it was The Elitists Mm-hmm. And now it's kick, kick and rocks. Kick rocks. Kick rocks. Okay. Interesting. Yep. And my last thing to plug: um, support a local food bank. Okay. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, and if you, I don't know if you know the whole dance to work this out, uh, I'd like to hear about it and how you learned it. You can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at buttersongpod. Um, what, uh, do you, what stance do you hold uh, uh, to Jacqueline's I don't dance point counterpoint character breakdown? Everyone has their own opinion. Would you read Jacqueline's little essay if she writes it? Her, yes. Maybe it'll just be a Twitter thread. Her, her Twitter thread thesis, if you will. Uh, and if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, well, we are finishing off the trilogy with High School Musical 3. Jacqueline, thank you so much for coming back thank on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I always this, have a fun time. This was fun. This was and I get to talk to my sister. Yay! Yay! <laughs> All right. Bye for now, everyone. Special thanks to Aaron Troy for creating the pods artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles. A huge thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. And thank you again for tuning in to today's episode of Life's But a Song. Bye for now, everyone, and have a musical day. <laughs>